Well, I bet y'all thought y'all wouldn't hear from us in a long time. Hello. It's Hello. me. It's back again. It would have I'm I'm just thinking now I was I wanted to say in the intro to September, but it is not the 21st. Not no, I was thinking about that yesterday. And I was like, oh, that would have been actually ideal to record yesterday, but whatever. It's still of September. Um, welcome to the Stop the Central and Halsey. Um, we're back and black. We're back in black. Um before we recorded it in our little pre-production meeting, if you will, uh, Tay, Tay reminded us that we haven't recorded since July. Mm-hmm. We dropped that last episode, July. The post was July 1st, I imagine. We must have recorded the last week of June. Yes, but I'm sure we told y'all that we oh be back. I know I said it. I was like, I don't know. I think, I guess, if I go back and listen to it, I think I said we might see y'all in October. Okay, so we are... I think I said that. I'm pretty sure. I don't know why, because we just be living. There's a lot has happened from July 1st to now. So much has happened. Um, what we told, we warned y'all. I appreciate some of you who have seen me, friends, and other people, and have asked, right? Like, is the podcast coming back? When's the podcast coming back? And I just have been like, we've been, we've been outside. Because everybody was outside this summer. As we should have been. And we normally take a some type of break anyway. Yes. However, like we neither one of us work in education now. So like that's not even an excuse. Cause that used to be the that used to be the real excuse that we worked in education in some capacity. So we used to be like, we'll see y'all in September. But that actually is we we're not living that life anymore. <laughs> so, so yeah, so it's not an excuse. There's not an excuse, but breaks are important. No. And then we are, we will continue to go. We will continue. We're going to be on some breaks. Lay down. We need to lay down. We will. This podcast will go lay down. When, when we it, feel like it. We need to go lay down. That's but what it is. Nevertheless, welcome back to the Stop at Central and Halsey. It's me, Lee D. It's me, Tay Tay. AKA. What'd you say? Famous Tay Tay, aka DJ Brighter Days. I was like, "Am I gonna say that?" But like, I feel like it's very much a part of my life at the moment, so it's hard to. That's it. I'm Tay, DJ Brighter Days. Here we go. Life has happened since we last recorded. So a lot of this is just going to be forewarned. We're gonna talk about some stuff because some stuff that hasn't happened in months. A lot of it is gonna be catching up on what we've been up to. So and the world has just been wild per usual very interesting the world, the world has been very interesting so let's start with us um you go first okay so highlight you should know about me so the last time the last time was like june or july so what have i been doing i've been going to places i've traveled i went to charleston uh maybe like two weeks ago for my resuming my annual r trip that i take to go visit my good girlfriend how long were you there Nine days. You were going, oh, it did seem like you were going for a while, yeah. I was going nine days, and it was so great. And for the first time, shout out to my new job, um, I was able to take all the days off. Like, usually, um, even if this, um, this is not my first time working remotely, I've been working remote for like six years, but usually I would, like, work and still, like, be on vacation. But 
Um, my manager, my new job was like, yeah, just let me just take the whole time. Like, just don't work. Love that for you. And it was so hard not to work. Like, it was so hard not to, not, not, not like to not work, but like not to monitor or to peek in. Like, so, like, I had a turn my Slack notification. I was just about to say, Slack or my, I like, I, Slack. I love Slack and I hate Slack at the same time. I love Slack so much because it helps me not be able to meet with people on Zoom, which I'm really excited about. Mm-hmm. But um, I think Slack is such a cool app, but it's hard to, like, not want to follow things. What's going on when you're not there? What's not there. I know. So, <laughs> I went from muting my notifications to just deleting it off my phone. Oh, while you was away? Yeah, I just deleted it because, like, it's very interesting. Um, I treat Slack like I would Instagram. Like Instagram. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I'll just I find that I will just check it at work. Like I Slack is my Instagram for work. I guess. Yeah, yeah, that I makes sense. Check it um, because there are so many just things to get caught up in Slack. Because like you know, there's your typical work streams, and then there's just like big mm-hmm. job things. There are like fun social things. There's ERG groups that you like to be in on Slack and like just like to check and. A lot of stuff had been happening that was like funny, mm-hmm. um, and then like, I always want to check my work Slack group to see what people are saying. So I just ended up deleting it uh, off my phone, um, and really, I was able to. What I noticed was like I think about work way more than I thought I did. Because I'm definitely not a person that's like who brings their job home. Mm-hmm. Person who is all about their work. Like I don't want to be a person that is like defined by what they do for a living. Yeah. Um, but in me deleting Slack off my phone and all the work things off my phone, I realized just how trained I am to just be checking those work apps. And I was like, oh, that's very interesting. But regardless of that, it was a fantastic trip. Um, I love going to Charleston because I don't have to do anything. Like I'm not my kind of trip. Go out. Um, I've pretty much been in a time where I've seen the touristy thing. Mm-hmm. I'm basically just like going, getting high with Lisa, we're watching TV, and we're trying to But like, there are no plans. That's it, yeah. No plans. Um, but vegging out and just like talking, like just talking. So that is always like my favorite trip. I have had people in my life say like, oh, next time you go to Charleston, I want to go. And You're like, no, this is my trip. I just, I'm just. Like, As you should. Someone to come on a trip that I just, it's, it was a nice reset to just like do nothing. It was a nice reset to just do nothing and be in a different place and not have to feel the need to be stimulated by other things like going out, partying, unless like you wanted to or unless I'm just on our last. So I did that. I went to Charleston, finished up a very strong WNBA season. Yes. Fantastic. Um, we, you know, my team made the playoffs. I know. Made the playoffs in our We lost in the first round to Chicago, which was the division champion, but we did win a game that people didn't think we were going to win, and we won a game. So we played. I'm excited. Um, yeah, it was a really good WNBA season. Fantastic WNBA season. Shout out to Las Vegas um, Aces, because I am a Liberty fan. Yes. I like, I will root for Vegas when New York isn't playing WB. Yes. And and our girl is the coach. Yes, Becky. Becky, was, legend. She finally got a championship. She finally got a championship. So Becky won a championship in her first year. I love Asia Wilson. Vegas is just like a black ass team. It is. <laughs> Very black team. 
so blessed. They were having a good time. Um, shout out to one of the players who played at least 18 weeks of the WNBA season pregnant. And she announced that she was pregnant at the... Um, oh, I missed that. So, wow. Women are crazy. Um, I think about her. I think about Serena Williams. I played a whole tennis tournament. Yeah. Now. So WNBA season is over. I already can't wait for next year. Um, but it was a good... I had like a really good summer. I did a little bit of everything. Like I traveled a lot, did things locally, did a whole bunch of brunches, went into the city a lot. Um, it started to feel normal. Like the world is starting to feel a little bit more normal. Yeah. COVID. Uh, this weekend was the ATC Classic. Yeah. Um, I asked Shayla if she saw you. She said, no. They segregated us because they really put, like, which makes sense. They put Morehouse. Oh, they did. House on one side of the stadium and Howard was on the other. Yeah, I asked, I was like, did you see Aaliyah at the tailgate? She was like, nope. I I didn't even see, there were people I went to school with that you didn't see. That I didn't even see. Like, looking through Instagram the next couple of days, I was like, oh, wow, they were there. I didn't even know Howard had a tent. There was food. It was a great time. and there was a moment when we were in Giant Stadium watching the game. And I think they announced that, like, it was, like, it's somewhere between 50 to 56,000 people mm-hmm. inside the stadium or for tickets to the game. And I just really was, like, talking to my two friends that went and ate this night and shit. And I was, like, I never would have thought we would have been back here. Mm-hmm. The space with this many people. People weren't wearing masks. I didn't feel sick. I, didn't, I mean, I didn't. Yeah. Really he wasn't thinking about it wasn't thinking about it um and it was just a good black ass province in jersey i wouldn't even know we were in new jersey if i didn't know what the jersey was it felt very southern and i mean it's a good it was a good time time it was safe it was no craziness happening like people were there from all ages there were newborns there were mm-hmm. one on and they were older people in wheelchairs and like it was, just, dope. It, was really, it was a really 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 good time it made me super excited um, for homecoming and just like oh like it was that was like the unofficial hat of the summer unofficial finishing touch in the summer I didn't know I needed um, so definitely great that's what I've been up to been working and just enjoying life oh I went back to therapy in person oh how was that damn that's been a long time <laughs> yeah so I didn't really I didn't I was like that it's been that's not it's been a long time yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, when COVID happened, when COVID happened, I was a little bummed about not going to therapy in person. So I remember. And then I got used to the virtual aspect of it. And I'm not gonna lie, it is better in person, even though I got, got more comfortable with it virtually. Mm-hmm. But, you know, my therapist played me because it was like a couple weeks. She started going back in person, like around the time I went to Charleston. And she was like, mm-hmm. oh, I got the offer to come in. I was like, oh, I'm coming in? And she was like, yeah, you're on my short list of people who can come in. Oh. She's like, everybody. Come on and be on a short list. What? She's like, no, no, no. I opened this up. And she's like, you, I can, you're going to come in. And I was like, oh, wow. She, she said she wanted to see you. <laughs> need to see your face. <laughs> I came in. She had a new office. It was it's the bomb. It's super comfy. But it was nice to be hugged by my therapist that I haven't hugged or Oh, look at that. Like three years. So, um, I love that. I wish my therapist, maybe she might be back. When the last time I had a check in was, when was this? Sometime in July. 
and she was my therapist has family in the UK I believe it is and sometimes she travels there but she was still working so she had sent me a zoom invite at first she I thought I was like are we going in person and she was like no they're not seeing the time zone I was like are you away and I was like you working and she was like she's just been there for a couple months so she's still been taking clients just um, while she was uh, in the UK. So I was like, Dad, I hope when I make an next appointment, we can go in person. I would really like to see my sis and get a hug. I didn't even think about that. It, you know, virtual is a great thing because I like had forgot that I had not seen her in person. Yeah. And I was like, oh, wow, I haven't seen you in like three years. That's crazy. That's wild. But yeah, that's what I've been up to. You, uh, superstar, what have I'm you been up to? Not superstar. Yeah. The crazy thing is that somebody else said something to me and said, somebody sent me a message and said something about the message was famous. That literally it was. And I was like, sound like Aaliyah in my mind. But anyway, dang, I realized the last time I recorded, I hadn't even gone to Chicago. Probably. This was before, before, this was before we went to, before July. So in terms of, I went to Chicago for five or six days. I don't even know. It was a, it's a blur now. Um, for my annual trip with my friends from college. Um, and it was nice because it was um, most of all of us minus two. Um, this time is sometimes we don't get everybody on the trip. Um, and this was different because we did, this is the first time we did an Airbnb. And we had a time at the Airbnb. It was a nice Airbnb. It was just foolishness the whole time, but it was just a good time. Um, we went to the festival per usual. Um, and it was just really nice to uh, be on a trip with everybody. Uh, we did the Chicago uh, River uh, tour for the first time. As many times as we've been there in the spot we did, we actually was responsible for driving the boat. That's a good time. <laughs> it was. that We did that the... The first full day we was there, it was it was it was a good time. It was a good time. Uh, we broke the the oven thing. We had like made it making one oven pizza on because it has the oven pizza thing on the side. Oh right 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 yeah. And he gave us, but really when we gave back, he gave us some of our money back because he put us on the boat when he knew something was wrong with the oven. And soon as we get on the, it, start the pizza. It just wasn't working out. So that was a part of the shebang, but. Chicago was good per usual. Um, and then when I came back, when I came back, there were like two or three weeks before the DJ class's graduation. I believe that's the timing. Um, and then that happened. And then I just felt like I was living a, a different life. Like I literally took the DJ class genuinely. It was like, I'm gonna finish this. Not that I was going to chill, but I just really didn't have any expectations truthfully afterwards so I was just like I'm finally in this I'm gonna ease my way into it and then that's not what happened I literally in books I yeah I have a gig next week again back yeah. when my first time I played at Cool Vines uh, which is the wine liquor store spot in the Haines building in Newark Yes, love cool vines. And I have been going. Um, one of the, the guy that runs North First Fridays is also a part of the cohort um, from the class. And he had asked me, and you know how sometimes you doing things for the first time, you kind of talk yourself out of it. 
And I was like, because this this technically was my first time playing in front of a bigger audience outside of the graduation space. And I was like, I don't know if I can do this. And I was like, well, if I don't do it, I'm never going to do it. So I was just like, all right, I'm in this. And it just, it was a good time. Yeah, it was a good time. Um, And then maybe like two days later, he had asked me, or maybe a couple weeks later, asked me if I wanted to do it again. So I'll be back at Cool Vines next Wednesday from 6.30 to 8.30 um, for happy hour for the last one for the month. And then I think it was the last week of August, I played at the yard. Mm -hmm. Um, The guys that I took the class with um, have a partnership with them and they have been doing a DJ showcase for folks in the class. That was really fun because my first time my family or the second time they had seen me play um, and it was just a bigger space. It was just, it was a good time. And some friends popped up on me. I just wasn't expecting. Um, my friend Nakai popped up from Philly um, and my friend Natasha from Harlem. So that was just really nice. You okay over there? <laughs> um, and yeah, so I've been, I've been outside and then I have another gig that I'm not going to share as of yet. That's well, for December um that I'm waiting for the final details on but I just had to sit back the other day and pause for a second and I was just like I'm really outside I'm really outside DJing um it's just really nice to finally be doing it I've been talking I feel like I've been talking about it for some time here and there on and off so to finally be in this space um and outside nonetheless is just really nice I'm like just having a good time and like I really, once I landed on my DJ name, like it find it feels fitting. It fell into place. Yeah, goes. it fell into place. Yeah. Once I like was like okay. And the funny thing about DJ Brighter Days is like before we left Chicago, I was having a conversation. We was at brunch, and Danielle was like, "You should be DJ Brighter Days," and I was like, "Ah, I don't know." Um, and after. I had said, I was like, DJ tape was always temporary for the moment when the graduation was happening because I was just like, I'm just not going to pick any old name. It needs to feel fitting. And it just had it landed. And then one day I was sitting home and I was like, and me and Shayla were having a phone FaceTime conference per usual about DJ names. And we, I was just like, maybe I will go with Brighter Days um, and spell it D-A-Z-E. Um, so yeah, that is, that is it. And my logo is done, which I like really love. Shout out to Timise. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my former students um, who also did our podcast logo. She did my Tease House of Vinyl logo. Um, so soon as I was like, Tamise, I need you to get on this. Um, and she delivered per usual. Um, so I am, I'm out here. Yeah, I'm out here. That's what I've been up to. Work. Uh, I'm still a professor. Still don't know how I'm managing to still do that. It's from home. It's from, it's from home. So yeah, so classes have started and I feel settled now. You know how the semester begins and everybody's just all over the place? Mm-hmm. And my email was just like off the chain. And I was like, okay, relax. It's not my fault that the university did not add things on Blackboard. I can't like, y'all gotta chill. Um, so yeah, that is that is what I have been up to. The summer was nice. Of course, I was at the festivals. I wasn't actually at that many house festivals this year as I normally have gone to truthfully I, I was like at enough for the most part I really was at the after work during the week things more than anything because I get off work at seven I literally 
sometimes or most days would be in my car at 7.05 out the door and going outside. That's literally how I was living in the summertime. Not every day after work, but like a Wednesday and Thursday, I would shut my laptop, be dressed and in my car and out this house. Because sometimes I find some working at home, sometimes I have to get out the house some days. Like I'm like, I need to be out. So do you feel like since working from home, you feel like you need to go, you feel like you needed to go to the festivals more or less than you did when you worked at a school? Uh, well, the festivals are always in the summertime, so it never really interrupted, right. like, right, doing anything, but I just feel in general, because I work from home, sometimes I go out in the morning before work, but I'd be one that's like, I need to go outside, like, all summer, I'm on the back, I was like, girl, I'm outside, calling me, so I left that and left the house already. Yeah, yeah, I get that, I, when I, um, I can, like, the most I can stay in a house, in the house is, like, and not come out is one day, and then I'm just like, all right, I got to yeah, well, some days I'd be like, ooh, I ain't go out the house yesterday. And sometimes I run errands in the morning, but not as much. I try not to do it as often because I generally like to ease into the workday. Mm-hmm. So I don't like to be filling my morning up just because unless I'm like going to get a pedicure or something like that um, or run to the supermarket. I stay at the post office returning something uh, or because I still do my um, I just started my uh, eloquy box rental thing I still do it sometimes so I have to go return and drop the package off um from the pools um but yeah you know I love my mother always says I don't know why I like like you know I also like sending people mail like I love to drop a card in the mailbox that is truly like my love language I will write you a card randomly I have a stack of cards some new ones from a black owned spot I'm like oh who am I sending these cards to because I just love sending cards like from Chicago Mm-hmm. one of the pictures we took a bunch of group photos mm-hmm. so on, I made postcards for the whole group chat from the summer when we came back from Chicago and I wrote notes on them in Melbourne okay. I just love you know I love I just I like people I like mail I like sending people mail it's like I love a good card you know what I found the, the birthday card you gave me this was it this year and the birthday in the in the card you was like you will be proud because I bought you a birthday card or something yeah. like that that was this year yeah because Aaliyah doesn't do cards I do cards I just sign them she just signs them yes and, and you like, for me but yours was not from the Dollar Tree I have been not yes that's true cards I had not been getting from the Dollar Tree so your that one I got for you and then funny thing for you for a housewoman I like did not get her a dollar tree card. Yeah, mm-mm. I need a mahogany card. Dollar tree sell housewoman cards. They make even stock, so I had to go. I went to Walgreens, and it was nice. It was a really nice. Yeah, card. I'm the person that actually goes. There's a card store what, in Clark, the Clark Commons by the Whole Foods, mm-hmm. the Hallmark store. Like that's if I want to like get a good card, I'm going to the card store, and I'm in there at least 25, 30 minutes. Cause I, mean, I just, if that's what you like, then you like. I yeah, I love just like you know, just what I like to do for folks. It's your love language. Yeah, it's my love language. I love a good card. Okay. But I think that's all I've been up to, for the most part. Relaxing, maxing, enjoying life. Yeah, I must say, a good, not a good amount, but some of my friends still work in school, <laughs> so I'm like that. Oh, I can't call y'all in the middle of the day no more. Cause y'all are working in front of the kids. Like if you work for home people, you gotta be like, like, listen, it's so funny stuff. Well, you just send them a whole. Yeah, time. people have been asking me like, "Do you miss it?" I'm like, "Why y'all keep asking me that?" 
I'm like, I don't. You know, I have not gotten up at 5.30 in the morning since April, since March for work. Why would I miss that? You really have to miss Wait till it gets cold. Oh, I know. And this is my, this is the season. Fall? What's coming up? Like, wait till... Funny, you know, we, me, you, and my sister in the group chat, we were talking about seeing um, Robert Glassboro. And I'm, like, a fan. Not like, you and you and my sister are really... And I still ain't buy the tickets, because I love Robert. Like, he, he does his residency every year. Every time it comes, I miss it. And, you know, I'm a person sometimes now, I would just buy the concert tickets. And then I figure out who's going later. Sometimes I buy two, yeah, because I have actually remind me when we finish recording the actual about a show that's in October that I have two tickets for. To remind you that I just bought a couple months ago. I want to be but, like that because this is the thing. Sometimes if I really want to go, either I'm gonna go by myself or I'm like I'm gonna buy these tickets and I'll treat somebody later. And I'm like I have this ticket. You want to go because I enjoy shows and I'm not waiting for nobody to see no show no more. I'm just not. Wait, I should do that so. Which, so, for instance, I want to go. I want to go to a Knicks game. I'm not getting a box uh-huh. for a Knicks game. I'm not getting a box. A Knicks oh, game. I will go. Oh, a Knicks game. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm not getting a box. No, that's not. I'm just not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. No, we did, that was a good one time. It's, a good time. All right, it's expensive. Like I don't want to do it anymore. But like, uh-huh. I do want to go to a Knicks game. But like I don't want to necessarily go through the hassle of like can you do this thing? Can you do this? I just want to like buy tickets and go. And then like to your point, be like. Hey, I got tickets to a Nick game on this date. Do you want to go? Just come on. So actually, thank you for that. I am going to do that. I'm going. Yeah, to- I just find because, you know, we really enjoy going. And sometimes like we know for some things I know may other artists, everybody may not like. Or at the moment, I don't feel like going through the hassle. Like, girl, is do you have this date open? So I'm just going to buy the ticket. And then I'm going to ask. And if I'm going to have a, a group of people, I'm like, okay. These power people can go. And if you can't go, then I just move on to the next one. You know what? I'm going to try that. I'm going to do that. I'm actually going to fight. I'm going to do it with the, the tickets. Um, yeah, I have tickets for this. I have it too. I have tickets for, actually, no, I bought myself a solo ticket to that. To Tank and the Bankers in November. I feel, and I, they just had an article with something written on them. And I was like, I know it's going to take this. But the thing of that is, is like, that's at the Blue Note. So like, anybody can buy a ticket. You don't, you don't sit together. So I'm like, I could tell somebody when I'm going, if the ticket's still open, you just get a ticket and meet me. I love I, the Blue Note as small as I don't know what, but I really enjoy the intimate space I like intimate of the Blue Note. You can see somebody at a, a small space. I like, I like that too. Yeah, because I saw, who did I see there? Uh, phony people for like the fourth or third, fifth time because I see them all the time. They come to New York and it was nice. We still had, did we still have to wear masks? No, we didn't have to wear masks when we went because I think that was in April. But yeah. Concerts are back. They feel like it's, and now, like, I get excited because, you know, we're concert people. I'm like, I, I got to slow down. Girl, I'm buying everything. I'm like, going everywhere. And I, yeah, <laughs> the other day, I was like, I'm, I'm Dad, I got a concert in October, November. I got to find something to do in December. I really want to go see a Broadway. I want to go see something on Broadway. Well, I want, so I'm going to a Broadway show, but I want to see something else. I'm going, this is not, I really, I kind of want to see, it's not like hot, but I want to see something with my family. So, like, Which I want to see. Piano Man. Oh, I thought about that. I want to see Strange Loop. Which one is? Who's in that? It's one of Tony. Uh, it's been on Broadway for a while, but I also didn't see Tina yet. That's what I want. Okay, maybe we'll work on that. Okay. We'll work on Tina tickets because okay. I do want to see Tina and something else just popped up. COVID happened. Karen got the tickets for my birthday. 
Yes. Um, speaking of shows and stuff, I put it on the list so we could mind the move. Whitney, the bodyguard, they putting it back in theaters in November for two weeks back to back. Yes, they are. I'm going to see that. Also, they are making a Whitney movie. I don't so this thing I just realized the other day is like Britney with Britney Jesus Whitney's foundation and like estate is also promoting it so I guess they had some hand in it that's what it seems like because I noticed the other day I said because people kept sending it to my inbox and I was like y'all I seen it I seen it a month ago I seen a preview but I'm not interested I don't care who's producing it I do not want to see another Whitney documentary movie nothing because what else new are we going to learn which i let my girl auntie rest in peace i'm gonna watch it i ain't gonna hold you i ain't gonna i mean it. now now that i realize the day behind it maybe i will watch it but i at first i was just like i'm not moved i'm not excited we don't need any more like we don't need any more with this. what more what more do we gonna need to know that we don't already I feel know like it's too soon like i feel like the really good movies about people like that don't come until years later because like even though Wendy has been gone for a while I still think her death is still very fresh and because yeah it's still very fresh her legacy is still very fresh and people are like either walking on eggshells about it or people still are like being very like hush hush or hush hush about like her quote-unquote demons or negative things about her the way we can't talk about it in a a way that we could talk about, you know, maybe how Ray Charles was addicted to heroin. Mm-hmm. But like, we could say that he was once. Yeah, he was gone for years once they made that movie. Right. He's like, I think like, or just like how just now Elvis is getting a movie. Right. Elvis, yes. Elvis movie just came out, and I don't know how long that white man is gone for years. <laughs> a little bit more time, like for like the movie he wants to. The see. thing is, is like they have not let. It's been so many movies and documentaries since she's gone already. I might give it a rest. And I feel like nobody's telling me the realty. No, this is what I'm saying. Because I'm sure there's realty to be told. And not that like we need to hear it at this point. Because we like probably, you know, the whispers or whatnot that be going around. But I'm good. I'm like, I don't need. You want to make a movie? Make a movie. I want to see the good, bad, and ugly. Yeah. And I don't want to hear nothing about Bobby. To be honest. Like a story that has nothing to do with Bobby. Yeah, I might leave. We don't need to hear that part. But okay, sure. We'll see what happens. I'm excited that the bodyguard is coming back to theaters for two weekends in November. I need to pre-order the specialty vinyl, but I also have to double check before I I got a bodyguard something record, I think, a couple months ago. So I need to double check before I pre-order it. Um, but I'm excited for the bodyguard to be in the movies again. We must buy tickets yeah what'd you say i put a bodyguard the play oh at um the playment peppermint play uh what is it the play (laughs) i mean no it's not called that in new jersey (laughs) what is it (laughs) yeah i know the paper mill (laughs) (laughs) that is a shame Yes. Yeah. So it's gonna be it's the thirty celebrating thirty years, uh, November sixth and November 9th is gonna be in the theaters. Do you know we we already know what theaters are planning? I don't know. We can find out. I feel like this needs to be a group trip. Yeah, I want to go see. I want to go see the body. We need to go see that. I went to the movies this past weekend for the first time. 
to see the woman king and i was like yo i ain't been to the movies in a long time oh this is my first time going to the movie since the pandemic Oh, where, where did you go? I ended up going to in Wang Chong. Cinemax? Cinemax. Cinemax. Yeah, Cinemark. I've been going there for the last... Shayla month. told me about it. Um, So me and Paris ended up going Saturday evening. And I was like, oh, because I'm like, when she told me about it, I said, girl, do they have the uh, the luxury seat? Yes, they do. Because <laughs> I ain't seat. going... Because I ain't... This is, this is how, you know. I ain't going if I can't get in the luxury seat. I'm to be honest. Seat. I'm not sitting in a regular seat. And then she was like, oh, and they was heated? Yes, yes, I hadn't been to the movies in a while. I actually got because I had been to the movies in a while. I was like, I'm gonna get some snacks. I just got some nachos. That's all I ever get. But I just felt like not really expensive. The concession isn't expensive. No, I felt like I needed the whole experience because I hadn't been in a while. I took the whole family through it Friday. We went to see me, Joe, my mom, Lily, and yes, a good time. The woman king. So you know, the woman king was. Excellent. I just, I wrote on my Instagram about Black people in the movie theaters, and there's always... Never change. Never change. And I think that was the experience. I was like, you know, it don't matter what we watching. When we get to the part where they struggling in the conflict, and we know they about to overcome it, we gonna clap when we see it coming. <laughs> and every moment, everybody was clapping. I was like, y'all make this feel like we had a Broadway show. Y'all gonna make me feel like we it's live action in front of happening in real time. Church play. Yeah, giving church play. Yeah, Woman King was so it was better than I expected. And I didn't even know what I was expecting, to be honest. Same. I was just going Gina Prince, Gina Prince Bywood. Yes. So I was already sold there. Um, then Viola Davis was in it, so I was already sold there. And then Warriors, I forget her name. The one who was like Viola Davis's second command. She was in that. I don't know her name, but she was Hollywood. in the movie. Was that Holly Bay movie on Netflix? She I is something else. Beautiful. I think she's just like a beautiful woman. I was like, why are you a model? You should be a model. Yes. Like her bone structure is amazing. Skin color is the bomb. And ever since I've seen her in that Holly Berry movie, I just like have been captivated by her as a person. So I was like, oh, she in here? Yes, and I'm looking up her name. Her and the one that played Izoki. Izoki is Izoki is one of that. Yes. Yo, when Izoki was my girl. Izoki died. I didn't. I couldn't take it. I was like Izoki was my girl. And I'm sorry for any of y'all that haven't seen it. Um, her name is Sheila. The one you was talking about. Yeah. Sheila Etim. I saw her at a Liberty game. She was at a Liberty game. Um, really? Yeah, I saw her at a Liberty game. Yeah, and Izoki's character is Lashana. I guess I say Lashana Lynch. She's Jamaican. Yeah, listen. Girl. When they took her, I wasn't, I, I, I just literally had one. But all the supporting class was excellent. Everybody, like, everybody was at their A game. Everybody was good. Everybody it was just, was it, I like, I loved everybody. Everybody was good. Um, was the girl that played her daughter, which I like, peeped at, so she looked at her back, and I was like, I already see where this is going. Oh, I so oh, you didn't? Oh, I did. I did immediately. I looked over at Paris and said, "That's her daughter." <laughs> Before they got in the water, all that thing. When she looked at that girl back and started asking her questions, and because she was having that dream, and she said some from her past, some from her past, and I was like, "Boom!" I see where this is going. It was great. 
Shout out to Gina Prince Barwood. I would listen to her. Uh, she just interviewed with uh, Jamel Hill. Um, I really was into Jamel Hill on all podcasts. Let me tell you, I, somebody had asked me the other day why I love Jamel Hill's podcast. I love her format. It's just always authentic. I love Jamel Hill's podcast. One of my favorite podcasts to listen to. It's just I love, so. I love Jamel Hill. I just refuse. I'm just not downloading Spotify. Like I hate that they have. Um, oh, that is exclusive to Spotify. Exclusive yeah. Network. I just like put it, and I get it. I'm not mad. They get my. Like, yeah. I just wish that I could just get it wherever podcasts are because I'm just not downloading Spotify for one. Yeah, I have. I have Spotify for when I was making when I make playlists. And sometimes I make them in both spaces, but I just listen. There are also some, you're right, there are some podcasts that are exclusive to Spotify. A yeah. couple of them that I listen to, actually. So that, that's my only piece. But I, I love Jamel. I've loved her since she was on ESPN. ESPN, yeah. And then she did her own thing. Jamel Hill is like a regular black girl who, like, is famous and is doing cool things. That's why I love, like, that's why I love yes. her. Yes. Like, consistent through and through. Absolutely. Well, her interview with, um, Gina Prince Bride was really good. Yeah, she had she interviewed everybody, and I'm just like, I really want to hear what they have to say, but I'm not. I'm not. You're not downloading Spotify. Not downloading Spotify. Um, but yes, go see Woman King. I think it's number one. I think it. It should be. You know, people. You know, when it's always, but not. I'm not surprised. But the headlines, people. You know, there's all types of controversy around the Woman King from literally from all angles in terms of like. Whether they were surprised, all the headlines was like, surprisingly, the Woman King hit such and such at the box office. Like, but why are you surprised? And then there's the conversations about, you know, the slave trade and that whole thing. And also, I just want to remind people that this was not a biopic. Like, it was not a documentary. <laughs> like, it was based off of real events, but it's, it's still in sense of, you know, fictional. Black yes, which I just want to remind people that. But you know, we live in a world. It's critics. It's always going to be that way. I I'm just acknowledging it. I'm. I just. I've seen. I'm on Twitter a lot again. I've seen all types of think pieces. I've seen the think pieces. I've seen just like the downright. Oh, racist things that like white people are saying or bots are saying, which is just like I. That is wild i'm not even going to repeat some of the things i think about it. no of course not but um i'm just going to enjoy the movie i think it is probably one of the best films i've seen post-covid um yeah for sure i haven't wanted to go see i haven't made it my business to make sure i meant to go see a movie in a long time i'm like oh i gotta go see this it's one of the films that i've seen in a long time in which it made me um, feel re what's the word like a re grounded or like re engaged. Never that I'm disengaged, but like reminded me of how awesome it is to be a black woman. Like, amen. Reaffirmed my identity as a black woman, especially because like it is not a hundred percent true, but it is based on it based on true yeah true events yeah know that like always why we didn't learn this in school I, and, but you know what we did learn we did learn this in school you know sort of like sort of about Speci- specifically about this mm-hmm. remember oh. I don't remember 
Oh, that time. That makes sense. Her, and he told us about Queen Zinga, who also was that a makes sense. African princess who um and he also didn't last long at, at the school, so that makes sense. Long, he did he did teach about this. But people I don't know if people also know it's like I forget what their official title is called in the Black Panther, but Black, the Black Panthers. Oh yes, yeah. Based, well, off, based off of them, yeah. I now that I remember, yeah. Uh, based off of them, but um, it just regrounded me and reaffirmed me. It's like one how powerful and resilient Black people are as a people, because I think we get overshadowed by like all the negative things or all like the negatives of like what it's like to be a Black person in America and see like. You know, poverty, we're always left behind, we can't get this, help, mm-hmm. all that stuff. And it's like, name another ethnic group or race that has battled all of that and continues to battle all that and still we are where we are. Mm-hmm. So it is like anybody who is ashamed of being Black or feels like ashamed of being Black or feels hard of being Black, I don't ever understand why you could feel that. Yes, there has been crazy things done for us, but our resilience as a people unmatched. Unmatched. And how people, even though people other races and other ethnicities won't admit it, we are still imitated and emulated and they still suck our culture out of everything. Everything. Even yeah. recent things in the last week. Right. Like, still steal from us. It's like how can you not be proud? And then to have a movie like that and then to see like that as women, because these black women don't get to see characters like that at all. Like a the strong black woman archetype that I think we are seeing looks like, you know, Miss Seeley, which is like isn't bad, right? No. I mean, because there are black women like that. Yeah. Like, some black women's stories is like Miss Seeley or it's Olivia Pope or it's Annalise Keaton. Yeah, but we don't get to see them in the way we see them in The Woman King. We don't get to see them like that. Like, there were no mammies, right? Nope. There were no mammies in that. Or even, like, even seeing a Black woman who was raped and abused by a Black man get her revenge. Yes. On her... You don't see that on screen. We don't mm-hmm. get to see that. Um, so, like, take away all that, like that, it was just, like, really, really fantastic. I, like, hope that a lot of people can take it because it's just, like, it was it was just gorgeous and everybody in that was dark skinned. Yes. All the black women leads were dark skinned and we were strong and we were fighting and we were like not always beautiful. We were sweaty. We had cornrows. We had okay. everything. There was like underarm pit hair. Like it was just like us like authentic our- being ourselves, but like showing up who we are. Still beautiful and fighting for hours and they was fighting, okay? They was fighting. They was better than me. Cause when they, no shoes on. The fine. whole, never seen any shoes on anybody's feet. Izoki's nails. And I thought that was cool, too, because I was like, that was like, I said, oh, did that? she's badass. I, I said, oh, she's how something like that has traveled to where we are now. now like, I don't oh, know, yeah. Like, and now you don't wear long nails. I have friends who wear long nails. Oh, yeah, nails. yeah. And I was like, that is a thing that was like used and needed for survival and we like turned it turned it into the fashion cultural yeah. fashion thing that everybody has to have now mm-hmm. right? to, to see that I don't, like i wonder if people i didn't even think about it and then that concept is true pick that up the same thing with our cornrows right like and things that were like ugly 
for slave masters would try to break from us when we were free and then now everybody wearing cornrows. Everybody got to have braids, yeah. Everybody wants braids. Everybody wants those things. So, um, yeah. We are that. unmatched. It was excellent. Right. All should definitely go see. I kind of want to see it again, to yeah, be I honest. Would. I would go see it again. Black as hell. All right. Yes. See the movie. <sighs> the Little Mermaid. The white people are mad. Some white what, people. But people not all of them, but when they're not mad. Yes, when are they not mad? But this is what I don't get. I have known that Chloe, her name is Chloe, but Chloe or Holly. Holly. Holly, yeah. I have known that Holly has was going to be Ariel for at least two years. Yeah, we've been through this. I remember it was during the pandemic, I think, when she started. It was announced years ago. Yeah. Finally got a teaser. Ooh, baby. Can we talk about that teaser? The white people are upset. And I don't understand why. And we ain't gonna never understand why. Y'all had a warning. Y'all, first of all, y'all, y'all had two years. It don't even matter what they got, even the teaser. They just always mad. The second mermaids, as far as I know, say it. Do not exist. <laughs> if they did exist, they would live way, way down in the ocean. And you know what they would look like? More like Ursula than Ariel. Hello. Things that look like that live way on the ocean floor, they tend to be scary looking. Like Ursula. Mm -hmm. So Ariel is made up. Been made up. The original Ariel in the cartoon has been out since forever is still white. It's not like Disney went back and was like- And changed the cartoon. Yeah. They didn't do that. They just did a new one and they happen to be black. And if I hear or see another white person say, well, talk about representation. What is my daughter supposed to, how does my daughter doesn't feel seen when she sees Ariel? They ain't changed Snow White. They done made a live action of Belle. She was white in the cartoons and she was white in a live action. And Sleep, not Sleep and Beauty. And Beauty and the Beast is my favorite Disney character. Is it? My favorite Disney character. Am I saying, am, do I not like Beauty and the Beast because Beauty ain't look like me? No. People are crazy because all these characters have been in live shows or in movies that have been Black. And not just the mermaid. We talk about Kiki Palmer on Broadway. We talk about Brandy and Cinderella. And how all these Disney movies have been remade and remade all the time. This is not the first time the sister girl is in the room. They just upset because it's going to be better. They, they, that's exactly what it is. Like, because you can't tell me that you ain't see that clip. And I know why you mad. Because the original Ariel was not singing like that. That's why you're upset. You're mad because... <laughs> you upset. Because Hallie going to take it. She's going to get an Oscar. She gonna she gonna get all she is gonna make it better than what you watching on the cartoon. That's what you're mad about because that little tweezer, I would be upset too. Maybe you know what I'm mad about what? It's Sebastian. I'm gotta just gotta uh Caribbean accent. That's what I'm gonna get. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Do we know who the rest of the um cast is? No. Queen Latifah was Ursula in the live action. She was live. I was thinking, I was thinking the same thing, and I was like, no, that was the live one, which I didn't watch because I don't really enjoy those live. Only one that was good was the Wiz. Yes, um, the rest of them I can't just couldn't get into. 
Annie, um, all other stuff. Yeah, who's the rest of Sebastian? It must be you, right? It must be Sebastian. Better have a accent. Oh, you know who is Ursula? Who? Melissa McCartry. I'm in it. Oh, I'm here for that. Oh, Javier Bardon is King Trent. We got some good people in here. It's plenty of white people. They just people. The guy oh, from what you call it is Sebastian. So he better who as Hamilton. Uh. The V digs. Mm. He better um it better be a Caribbean accent and I'm not playing. Cause because that's what the people want. But y'all are mad. Um and y'all can stay mad. And when the whole thing dropped and we all in the movie theater, y'all still gonna be upset. And we still gonna sell out. It's coming in the movie theaters, right? It's not a TV thing. It's, it's gonna be, I'm sure they're gonna put that in the movie. Sure. We go whatever is going on is gonna be on. If it's in the box, it's in the movie, we're gonna sell out the box office weekend. Because I'll take all the little girls. Put them on a school bus to the drop them off at the movie. It's gonna be a whole shebang. If I got to go to North Springs up the street and exactly I will do it. I personally was like, oh, I could go, I'll wait till it come on Disney Plus, but because the white people would like to act up. I will be acting. No, we'll see. I'm gonna take my nieces. Be fine. I might take the twins. I might see if the twins. Yeah. Um, because it's ridiculous. We we gotta watch white people all the time, and nobody and and we don't. And we and we don't. (laughs) Let us be upset. What? And you be beating us down, but y'all just did you did you see the clip of the little white girl? That was watching it, and she then she said it was Whitney Houston. But the thing about it, the little girl really sound like a fifty-five year old woman from the south. <laughs> but like, also, I thought that was funny. I was like, "Who taught this baby?" She knew. Listen, I'm not mad at her guess. This thing in a black is Whitney Houston. That was the match you used. Like, yes, Whitney Houston. Hilarious. Um, Emmys, Emmys, Shirley Roth. Shirley, she the best award shows speech of all time. Speech song, speech song. She started off with a song, and I was like, at all at of all time. Here's what I this is shout out. This is I think we are making a movement as Black people, which I am finally happy about. Where we don't care what we do in front of white people anymore mm-hmm. and I am so happy about that because her getting up there baby starting to sing I'm mad I didn't catch it live I forgot where I was at was the blackest thing you could ever do I had seen at a, like that kind of award show since Taraji I think when Viola won her Emmy or Oscar and Taraji was in the front row like mm-hmm 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 that was probably one of the blackest things I have seen. And it was so awesome because those white people in the audience had got up, was getting up and was eating all of it up too. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I hope y'all understand that this woman, how old is Sherry Lee Roth in her 60s? They have 60. This is her at 60. So, and, yes. She is past her prime. Look what y'all missed out yep because y'all not because she wasn't good not because she wasn't talented but because y'all are hell-bent on not creating enough space at the table where we should have been seeing Cheryl Lee Ross 
in Ralph in bigger capacity other than the way he had years it. ago. Years ago. Years ago. Cause she been I had when I realized she got the nomination, I was like, yo, she don't have an Emmy? But what? Because somebody said that and, and I people were so shocked and I was like, Well, maybe does she have a Tony? She probably she probably has a Tony. I'm okay, sure. maybe, yeah. But now when I think when you think about that, I was like, in terms of television. I have an Emmy for what? Where has she been in? That was besides that was, Moesha. Yeah, that was and it was Moesha is not Emmy nominated. No, I know. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Like she would have an Emmy. People were like, I'm shocked. I'm like, you're not shocked. When you when you say you are shocked, she doesn't have an Emmy. I think you are shocked, but you are shocked for the wrong reasons. Yes, yeah. That makes sense. That has been any worthy mm-hmm. problem, but it's not. But I think it's also because she's just been around. She's been around for so long. And so like, long, and it's like, mate, this is the way she's finally in front of the white audience getting her flowers. Because like we always been celebrating. On Shirley Rock because she was real Louise Washington. First of all, did you see the clip where they say? Remember she told Rita. Rita because she was up there singing like that. Yeah, she said singing does not put food on a table. It did not pay the bill. The father was out there singing. But it's funny because I'm like, black people, we we know how good we know how good our people are, right? Oh yeah. You know how good Loretta Devon is, right? We know how good Loretta Devon is. Mm-hmm. How good Cheryl Lee Roth is. We know how good uh um Angela Bassett is, but it's yeah. like, like you don't the white people see it now and they're just like she, same thing with Octavia Butler. Like, Octavia Butler did it. But because yeah. she had a role where she was in So That Lady Eat a Shit Pot, now y'all are like, she's great. But like, Octavia Butler's been in She's been great. She's been great. But because y'all like to keep things to yourselves, like Ariel and Little Mermaid, and don't want to see opportunities for roles in which Black people can show their variety, mm-hmm. it's gonna, you're going to see people like Shirley Roth once in the blue moon because you only provide room for those opportunities once in a blue moon. Yeah. So shout out to Shirley Roth. She looked bang. She looked great, but she amazing, first of all. Like she did not come to play what she was holding. She did not. I love how her children were going off. Yeah. And they should for their mama. Again, for their mama. They hold her husband. She been mad. They've been together a long time. Yeah. Somebody showed they waited for her. They were like first of all, there. you seen her bridesmaid who her bridesmaid were? Jennifer Lewis. That that was another Patty the Bell. She had everybody and their mother in her wedding. Back yeah. Back. Her wedding. Y'all go look that up. Everybody and their mama was going to her party. Like her friend, she had a, like her wedding party was the stars. That's probably a good time. Uh, my girl, uh, Quinta. Quinta. She got, a, she got an Emmy for writing. Um, that's nice. It's nice when you can see somebody from like their beginning. So, yes. You know, oh, Are we going to acknowledge what J- Jimmy Kimmel's uh, stunt? Okay, great. She did. She did. She did. Uh, go on his show later in the week. So yeah. Um, his son. Um, but yeah, she won that. He won an Emmy for writing her first time out. Abby came back last night. Did you watch it last night? I was multitasking, so I'm gonna watch it probably a little bit later today. Came back and also just shout out to Abby. I, um, Abby, I like read that they gave most of their marketing budget. Oh, to the a school, right? The school teacher, so I appreciate that. Um, but it's look, listen, it's looking good. I'm excited about Abbott. I'm excited about the Emmy. Hopefully, this gives them more room, more room for more 
shows with black creators and writers and producers we get a shit table that just tells different kinds of stories like yes we should all like it doesn't every black story doesn't need to be the same way like there's rooms at the table for avid there's rooms for insecure there's rooms for these alleys yeah, funny enough that you mentioned that, I was listening to uh, the Breakfast Club interview with Jasmine Guy and Kadeem Henderson. It was excellent. And the reason why when you said that, they asked them a question about, you know, at the time when A Different World was on TV, it was also, especially when it was going off, it was like prime time for Black shows. Mm-hmm. Cosby, then they were on. I mean, they also put them against Martin and talked about just how the show ended up just going in at the time how much they were fighting and then jasmine guy was just saying like she loves seeing all these black creators and now has this space where at a time they literally were fighting and also one thing that debbie allen had done for them when she had came into the second season of a different world is made them put in their contracts there was room for them to be write episodes and direct like it had she made them put that in the contract that at some point or whatever season it was there was room for them to direct and write episodes and I think this, a lot of them did start writing and directing in the older in the like the yeah but she I mean thinking about the time when a different world was on tv and everybody was feeling like what they were talking about was controversial to now look at what we have on tv now in terms of like black folks and black stories there's room for all the stories, because we are multidimensional, right? We there's different stories to tell about about us, which is also nice and great. Yeah, and I, I want to see it all. And for other like religions and cultures, yes, started watching in Charleston. Lisa put me on to Reservation Dogs. Oh, I know. About, What's that about? Um, I think it's, it's well, I watched it on Hulu. Okay. Um, maybe it comes on FX. What is it called? Reservation what? Uh, Reservation Dogs. Okay, so, I'll look it up today. About, um, so this they, Native American, I think it's the PC terms, but some of them refer to themselves as Indians. I just read an article on the creator uh, who was like, I call myself an Indian because my grandmother called herself an Indian. So mm. it is something Americans may feel comfortable about the damage they've done to us. I'm going to say Native Americans because it's PC. I'll let him call himself what he wants to call his people. But it's um, basically about Native Americans on the reservation in Oklahoma or something. And it's a comedy. But I don't know anything about the lives of indigenous folks or Native Americans. Like, I don't know indigenous folks. I don't know what their life is. But it's like some, it's it's, it's a drama comedy because it is some very heavy things. So, like, a lot of indigenous um, folks, there's like a high suicide rate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like that comes into play in the series but also it's just like so funny and I think all marginalized people although our like the specifics are very very different a lot of our stories and struggles overlap uh, so there's like a lot of stuff that like I can relate to just as a black person in the world what like watching these kids go through stuff so like mm-hmm. it's a show that is really really good and that's what I'm talking about making sure like there are other things at the table yeah. Um, and then I started watching, well, I finished it, uh, the show on Netflix called Mo, about uh, Palestinian Muslims. First of all, speaking of, I also, most of my Netflix is also uh, foreign films. Oh, you've been watching foreign films? Oh, I just, first of all, from different, yeah, the from the, the Indian directors, um, a lot of the Nigerian films are also in my feed. Um, I be all over it. 
And if it got subtitles, I'm good. Netflix, it's so hard for me to find, to like, I know people who just like open the Netflix app and just will go in and find something to watch. Netflix is becoming so overwhelming to me because there's so many titles that you mm-hmm. I really have to go in there with a plan of action. Because that makes sense. Just on but uh, Mo was really good about this Palestinian Muslim guy who was in America kind of illegally, like he's like a, um, his family were internment, like prisoners of war or something. Um, but it's a comedy and it's so funny. And that guy that, what's his name? He's like Nigerian. He he has a song, he writes those songs. Of, this one of his songs is called Try Jesus, Don't Try Me. Uh-uh. He like wears his hair, he has like natural hair. He's on the show too. Okay. Um, it's a really, 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 really good show. Um, I would like recommend that uh, for folks, but it's just like making sure that you're telling other people's stories, which is like super important when talking about a variety mm-hmm. um, on TV for sure. Like nine nine times out of ten, every day. Um, so make sure that y'all check that out. Yes, I'm. I'm excited for fall TV to come back. I, you know, I never uh, grave. When is grave coming back on? I don't think they announced. I don't think they announced. I think it's October. But I'm ready for fall TV to be back. Did you watch the shot? We can talk about it next time. But I just wondered if you caught up on the shot. Are you watching Raising Candy? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, great. Probably one of the ones I think that. I remember you, yeah. It's probably one of the better ones, honestly. I enjoy Razor Canaan way better than Power. Yeah. Um, hold on. Um, yeah, no, I think that one is the best one so far. Um, it's all of it is crazy, but it is the one that is most familiar. Mm-hmm. Grace is returning October 6th. Oh, that seems like a far um, time. Season 19. Grace first episode premiere on March 27th of 2005. High school. Faithful fan. I kind of hope this is Grace last season. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, we, can, we, can, we can wrap it up. Ready for I'm ready for Grace to wrap. I'm ready for Grace to wrap it up. To be honest, uh, had my my friend Sarah called me maybe like two weeks ago. She just started watching it. No, no, Sarah. Oh, uh, she called me, and I'm thinking she's like, oh, she called me. I was calling on project. I called her thinking something, something crazy. And she's like, what do you think, or how do you think it is going to end? Mm. And she's like, how do you think she's going to end it? And I was just like, oh, that's a great question. Um, but I was surprised that I was able to come up with, like, something really quick. So here's what I think. is. I have a thought thinking about the last episode, the last two episodes. Here's what I think is going to happen. I think it, the series ends and begins with narrative work. Right? Mm-hmm. So I have two, two options. Nobody dies in Indiana. I don't think Shonda would do it like that. Mm-hmm. So my first one is Meredith Ray is clearly one of the best doctors in the whole world. 
it ends with the president of the United States acting Meredith Brady the Surgeon General. <laughs> Full season is Meredith trying to find every reason not to go, not to be the Surgeon General of the United States. Okay. And hopefully they bring back all these folks. Like I hope that we can see Christina and she goes to the Mayo Clinic. Christina's basically just like, are you dumb? Why would you do this? I hope, you know, Derek comes and visits her. But I, that's how I think it is. I think she accepts to be the Surgeon General and that's where it is. That's one way. That's like my happy ending. Mm-hmm. The other ending, which is like a little bit more twisted, but I also think would be cool, is that it ends with this whole thing being a part of um, Ellis's brave Alzheimer's. That none of this actually. Oh my God, Aaliyah. That none of this. That's such really a. <laughs> Where did your mind go to get there? <laughs> because that's, of Shaka Rhymes. That that's, the second option is wild, but totally would connect us back to season one. Yeah. And the, like, that is wild. That I like your second option. Yeah, but I also can understand your first. So ridiculous, because like, that would excuse all the ridiculous things we have seen in this show. In 19 seasons? Yes. yes. That like the plane crash that some people did, people getting shot, Meredith falling in water, Derek dying, George getting hit by a bus. That like, all of this is literally we have been in Ellis's brain brain this whole time. I mean, I feel like in true grades fashion for Meredith, she has to have another near death experience because why? She's always at the tip of dying. She has them alive. If she's a cat, she has She, <laughs> she like literally, something is always happening to Meredith and then we got to go through this whole thing. The last time we was on the ocean where everybody that she had connected with in grades at this point, you know, somewhere in heaven on the beach. I really, I like the first idea because I want the show to end with Meredith not being in that hospital. Because everybody, because everybody else has left and flew their wings, and she's so attached. And there was a part in the last season when she was just like, "Why did everything? Like, why can't I go? Right? Why do I have to stay here?" And I think she deserves to wherever she lands to not be at Greystone. I want her to not be at Greystone at the end of the series. So, like, it has to be. She's not gonna leave. For anything other than something ex- extraordinary, extraordinary, she's not like unless she's just like. And I want Christina to come back for just one episode. We have seen most of other than return that has not died. We ain't gonna ever see Izzy, and that's fine. Like Karev, we ain't gonna ever see because of how they end up tying that up. But like Christina is the one person I want to return. Like we need an episode to return. Burke to come back too. You want who? Preston Burke. Oh, you know, we ain't really seen President Burke since he left Grey, to be honest. Yeah, because he said something back. I know he said, but I mean, just like, I don't know if he ever recovered from that. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I would hope that. I think for the last episode, for the last season, those people should come back. Like, those, like I don't know what the process is to be a certain general, but I'm sure you get that it by so many people. So like Christina Yang would be on that bet list. Preston Burke 
based on who like how to know her and where they are medically they would have gotten vetted so like they they need to come back but those are my two fair actually that and it's three that was a good question but then i answered it i was like oh i don't think like it would it would be sad if meredith died like don't kill Meredith. no don't kill meredith i want her to be with that guy though yeah, I, Meredith deserves love. She deserves all of that, and she just doesn't. She always fights it. Like she gets close to the moment where they like making a life decision, to mo- and she's gonna move on, and then she finds a way to sabotage it. Meredith Griffin, Meredith Griffin. So that's that's my question. So, but that was a good question. Um, did we actually make it through most of the topic? Yeah, I just need to say one thing before we end. What is that? What's on your heart? Oh, we we haven't had, asked each other how our hearts was in a long time, but go ahead. Generation Z. Who? Generation Z. Oh, what about them? You know, like, I'm always going to tell a story. I was worried about y'all when y'all were eating Tide Pops, right? Oh, is this about the uh, chicken and the NyQuil? But then y'all turned it over for us when y'all bought out all them tickets for Donald Trump's thing. <laughs> I know because I was like, oh, y'all are smart. Y'all using the internet. Y'all playing in people's faces. Y'all putting people on blast. And then y'all have reverted back to cooking chicken in Nightwood. It's special, period. So I don't. I. Food is expensive. <laughs> Medicine is also expensive. Nightwood is always it's also expensive. <laughs> And y'all are taking two expensive things, cooking them together, each other, for what? Just help me. I did you? I mean, I don't know. I seen it. I didn't really read. I glanced into it. I didn't read into it because I thought it was just a bunch of nonsense. You know, I'm always concerned about the generation behind us. They special. There are things that I love about them, and then there are other things I'm like, yeah, yeah, somebody missed the mark. <laughs> How, like, what did we miss as a society that made y'all think like it was okay for y'all to cook chicken in my grill? Because how do you even get there? A friend who convinced you and said, "Yeah, we're gonna do this." Who said, "You know, it's a good idea"? Chicken like will. Y'all already are taking making lean with cost bearing. Yeah, that's been they've been doing that for a while. I understand it, but like, sure. I mean, not even that I don't understand. I understand why you do it, get you drunk and you go high. It's a drug. Like I understand it. I won't do it, but like there's a theory that why y'all bring chicken into this? Just put it in sprite in a styrofoam stuff like y'all always do. What did the chicken breast do? What made y'all say chicken breast in my place? That don't even nice food don't even taste good. Oh. Not even a little bit. So now when I go into the grocery store and I'm looking for chicken breast and it's nothing there. You know, I'm blaming them. I'm blaming y'all because I know y'all taking it and frying it in the night club. Mm-hmm. And now I'm gonna have to be interrupted when I'm watching TV on the regular TV station. For this nonsense. And I'm gonna have to hear PSAs about NyQuil, or when I actually do need NyQuil because I'm sick, it's gonna yeah, be over there marinating harder. the chicken with it. Sometimes <laughs> it's harder for me to get, or it's gonna be <laughs> for me to get into because they don't put an extra, extra safety lock on it. 
because y'all buying nice women put chicken in it. Mixing it with chicken. Just why? I just want to know why. If if a generation X or Z or whatever you uh, listen to this podcast, which y'all probably not, just just justify. Just let me know why. Like, what about this is like, yeah, you have to try it. Like, what's the allure? I gave you a little cinnamon challenge that we did in college. It was funny to see people try to swallow cinnamon and give <laughs> a job. And so they could just cough and it looked like they coughing up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Desert sand. I get that. That's that was that was, it's not funny now, but when I was a senior in college, it was funny. And cheap, because cinnamon you can get for 99 cents. NyQuil don't run you ten dollars a bottle. Chicken breast, a million dollars at this point, because of this really bothers you, huh? I just don't understand why. I just don't. Inf- I just don't feed into it because, and nothing surprises me at this point. People just be doing whatever. I just want to. I just want to understand. I don't know. So, one last thing. How's your heart today? My heart is calm, cool, and collected. I feel good. I'm in space everything is gravy baby my heart feels like gravy feels like gravy it flows in a good way you know what we did talk about we gotta talk about next show what Beyonce yeah we can talk about that next show I forgot about that how's your heart my heart is thriving thriving yeah I think sometimes I am not surprised but I am always in deep gratitude just about where I am now, knowing like where I was a year and a half ago, um, just like mentally. And like, I've really just been making some leaps. And I feel like, you know, my heart is thriving. Like I don't have no complaints. Like I said, I'm, I'm chilling. I'm in a good space. That sounds like a wonderful place to end it. Yes. Okay. And so- y'all, you know, we see y'all when you see... We'll we'll see you when we see you. We're gonna try to be a little bit more consistent, but we will see y'all when we see y'all. If you like and follow us on Instagram at the Stop Essential and Halsey. Um, we're also on Facebook as well. You can email us at the Stop Essential Halsey. Um, we're going our next time we come back, we're I'm, there's some articles that I've been reading that has been causing some discussion. And I stuff. left one on there that we're gonna talk about next time because okay. I actually know the person that's in that New York Times article. Oh, great. So we're going to be talking about some things next time we come on to be a little bit more to give us, get it right into the nitty gritty. Mm-hmm. But we hope y'all are well. And yes, we- take care. We'll see y'all soon. Good evening. <laughs>